You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly Board, and you're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor at large, Errol Parker. Errol, how are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you going? Good, 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 good. I'm all right. Vaccine skepticism is growing around the country, though. That's a concern. Might actually... Uh, well, it's just research. Well, it's, you know, it's a research uh, into the comments made by our Prime Minister, which undermined vaccines uh, because he didn't have enough of them and he wanted to slow down the rollout. Uh, theory, you know, that uh, a lot of people in this part of the world are also subscribing to. How about yourself, Wendell? Fighting fit, ready to go, looking forward to ripping in. An interesting theory you've got there, Clancy. I think there is a lot of distrust around uh, our politicians, particularly... Well, mate, I don't think you'll be feeling as fresh and healthy as you are if you go and get that, you know... Okay, let's move on. What's up first in the news? We'll go global for our first story. The headline reads as a direct quote from US President Joe Biden. He called Benjamin Netanyahu and said, please don't use the $735 million worth of precision-guided weapons we sold you two weeks ago. Yes, Joe Biden has tried to do his bit to broker peace in the Middle East between Palestine and Israel, and he asked Israel not to use the near billion dollars worth of missiles and bombs the US sold to him about a fortnight ago. That's right. He rang up his Israeli counterpart, Benjamin Netanyahu, and said, quote, I know those precision-guided weapons are fun as hell to play with, but can you just woo up a bit? It's not known at this point whether or not those words sunk in for the Israeli president, but there has been an agreement to lay down the arms for a couple of days. So maybe that phone call got it over the line. At least those weapons got a bit of use, though. Yeah, well, it might have been that, or it might be the uh, dozen or so online petitions that have been circulating around this country calling for a ceasefire. Yes, I heard Netanyahu read all of them. Back on Aussie soil now, and Brisbane residents have fired up the mushroom heaters as temperatures dip below 25 Yes, the cold snaps here in Queensland. It's been felt down on the banks of the Brown Snake with temperatures plummeting below 25 degrees, which, as we know, in a city made up of unsealed timber houses, it's pretty bloody cold. Yeah, the mushroom heaters are out. The Kathmandu jackets are on and the puffer vests have been hauled out from the bottom of the cupboard. And one quote which really sums up just how cold it is in Brisbane right now, uh, he said to our reporter, quick, get to the nearest heater or you'll freeze to death. From the Brown Snake down to the harbour capital and a heavily mortgaged Sydney high-rise resident has revealed she's just going to ignore the cracking sounds for now. Yes, another week and another high-rise building in Sydney has made headlines for structural issues. We spoke to a local who lives in one of these skyboxes down there and she explained to us that unfortunately she doesn't have any other choice but to put up with the cracking and the leaking. I suppose if you live under the flight path you don't even notice either. Yeah, Sydney, well, it is a massive shithole on this poor lady. She bought it at the peak of Sydney's apartment boom, and she says she's got nearly a million dollars to pay off her mortgage, and selling obviously now is not an option. So unless lawyers miraculously find a way to sue the developers who have collapsed the business used to construct her building, it's just uh, sit tight and hope for the best. Wasn't getting a lot of sympathy from Adam Ewitt in the comments section, who said, don't be silly. Those 10 millimeter gaps in the cornice and plaster work are both functional and aesthetic. I personally find the hollow whistle as the cool air passes through quite soothing. Mm. Some news from the education sector and our local university has begged for corporate welfare instead of trying to fix their broken business model. Yes, rather than better cater to local students and provide value for money education, the people at South Batuta Polytechnic's Chancellor Gary 
Gary Ridgway is calling on the Education Minister Daniel T. Han to give him millions of dollars to sustain the university until they can go back to ripping off the burgeoning Chinese middle class. He said, for years and years we were printing money and operating at such a giant profit rather than investing it properly. We simply kept building new buildings to attract more international students and now we've done our ass. So please, Mr. Tihan, help me. Help me keep my job and write me a check. Haven't got a response from Dan Tihan on that one just yet. In some other local news and the last friend still talking about crypto has finally conceded that the dream may be over. Yes, thanks to Elon, the uh, shady saffer, and the Chinese government, his dreams of retiring and living a life of luxury have been shattered along with the cryptocurrency market this week. Yes, there'll be no Lamborghini, there'll be no beach house, no weekend getaways in the private jet, or models to occupy the Gulfstream's plush leather seats. Not for local crypto bro Danny Madigan anyway, it's all over. Sorry mate, go back to playing Pokemon Go. A sad note to finish a bulletin on, but that is all we have time for today. Thanks for your company. Have a great weekend. Hooroo and free West Papua. And do your own research into these poison. Okay. Okay.